Hi there. Welcome to the Raven's Call. I am Eric Wordweaver Shervin, Gothi of the Ridgar Folk, and I'd like to welcome you to my channel and my show. Uh, this is a show where I ramble on about different heathen-related subjects, just kind of whatever strikes my fancy, sets my mind on fire at the time. Big UPG warning at the beginning of this episode, like any other. Uh, this is just how I see the world. This is my take on things. I'm not a hardcore recon. I'm not historical. Um, there are sources for that if that's what you're interested in, but I am not that. And uh, I do not necessarily have all of the, you know, go talk to these people and do this. I mean, I do know a lot of them, but uh, that's not my bag. That's not my approach. So I'm going to leave that for you guys to <laughs> kind of suss out on your own. Uh, but this is a channel where I talk about just kind of whatever strikes my fancy and what I think about. And sometimes I answer viewer questions, things like that. Uh, it's just meant to be a conversation starter. It's not meant to be the end-all be-all of anything. I am no Asa Pope by any means. Um, just a guy who you know, happens to like running a channel and people seem to enjoy engaging in the conversation. So, All my contact information is down below. You guys know how that runs, so feel free to hit it. The Facebook group is a great way to communicate with me and keep me... Uh, if you've got any requests or questions or anything like that, plus there's some very knowledgeable individuals in the community that if I don't get to a question quick enough, somebody out there probably has a point of view on it that might be helpful to you. Might point you in the right direction or maybe give you some insight that you hadn't thought of before. Heck, sometimes I see things on there that make me think, hmm, I haven't really thought about this. Maybe I should explore this area some more. So, that, <coughs> pardon me. Without any further ado, let's go ahead and jump into today's subject. This is going to be one of those where it comes from the Facebook group. Jonathan Starnes on there uh, had put up a question like 25 weeks ago. I've got the iPad open down here. And um, I was intended to come back and do a video on it, and I just never kind of got around to it. And as I was kind of scratching my head on what I was going to do this week for a video, it dawned on me, hey, I still have some in the backlog on there on the request thread uh, that I need to get to. So I thought I'd go ahead and handle this one. Um, and I'm going to paraphrase because you guys can go on the Facebook group and read the full comment if you want to. It's in the, in the thread for the viewer requests. But um, at the time, he was looking into more of the Norns, and he was wondering some questions about um, working with the Norns and how that might uh, work with relation to like ritual and things like that. Um, there is some mention of some almost worship type status in some of the sagas that he came across. Um, and then... Yeah, <laughs> sorry, I'm reading his comment on the air here. Um, basically, the gist, the gist was uh, touching base some on the Norns and how that pertains to ritual and how that kind of pertains to the gods. And this is one of those areas that I feel is uh, unique in the way that I approach it because not everybody approaches the Norns the way that I approach the Norns. And we've talked about this before on the, on the channel in that I have a, I have a unique view uh, with the Norns. I see the Norns as unique to family lines. And it speaks, because the that is when they mention them, speak of the Norns as being from various and sundry different uh, races and you know there's their dwarven and elven and you know it, it seemed like they were not just like the Norns it's not like the Greek fates and we, we've talked about it so I'm not going to completely rehash but you get the gist that I see the Norns as being tied to individual family lines in addition to that I actually see the Norns as being specifically tied to the DCR of our lines they it's more of a position of a position of responsibility, of obligation uh, within 
the spirits of the female ancestors. I also don't think that the Norns themselves are individual spirits. More I see them as aggregates of spiritual energy uh, from the female ancestors in general, uh, the mothers of the line. I see elements of the soul energy coming together and coalescing into that which we know as the Norns. And then the Norns are responsible for kind of recording the line, as it were, recording the story, recording things into uh, the, the well, as it were. And I think that personally, I think, and keep in mind, these are just my thoughts, uh, not to be taken as, you know, <laughs> I'm not going to go through and find in the sagas and in the lore where it says, you know, the Norns are your your family mothers and stuff like that. No, this is deduction on my part from having read a bunch and looked at some different sources. This is just kind of where I go with it. So take that as it is and go with it as you will. Um, but in working with the Norns specifically, uh, because I see the Norns as aggregate <sighs> aggregate entities of Deseer energy, um, it's kind of like worshipping the Deesir. Um There is a strong presence of the cult of the mothers uh, throughout mainland Europe and northern Europe um, where this, this entity, this, the focus of the mothers of the line uh, kind of modality uh, was focused on heavily. And there's some strong evidence of cult of the mothers in certain areas. And so this is something that I keep coming back to a lot because with mound culture, as we've talked about on the channel before, um, and my particular views on the soul complex and the way that the soul works, uh, the certain elements that remain with the family line, they go into the mound, we end up with this uh, kind of mixture of soul elements. It's not a hard set. It's kind of like being... It's, it, it's the same process as the body being reincorporated into the earth. It's just on a spiritual level. The spiritual energies are reintegrated into the spiritual ecosystem the same way the material components of your body are reincorporated into the material ecosystem of Midgard as we know it. And so with that, you end up with uh, these energies that coalesce into the general, uh, the spirit of the mothers, that, that maternal spirit. Um, and it's not something that necessarily you can place a face to, but the faces are there. It's like, you know, you're not going to be able to say, you know, like the ancestors, the, the, the DCR are this, this, and this. The DCR are all the mothers because it's that, that energy comes together into what we know as the Deesir, and then the, you know, uh, the fathers of the line, I, what many refer to as the Alfar. Um, some crossover with elves and stuff there, and we've talked about that some on the channel, but still, uh, the idea is that there is that matrilineal line of spirits that are tied to the family. And so, with these entities that we know as the Norns being these, you know, the role and facet of the Deesir in this, uh, with Urd watching over the well, and then Vertandi watching over the recording of the story, and then Skuld being interested in the where the story could lead kind of thing. Uh, major, major oversimplification of the Norns, but kind of a general gist, you know? So how does one really work with the Norns in a ritual? Well, that's, that is an interesting question because most people don't necessarily look to work with the Norns in a ritual. And I say work with the Norns as opposed to worship the Norns because it's not like... I like to use the term ancestor veneration as opposed to ancestor worship when it comes to heathenry because I don't really see what heathens in general, the viewpoint of heathenry, as being the worship of the ancestors so much as it is the honoring and veneration of them. Um, 
that's just kind of my my take on things again uh, and and that being said working with the norns because i see them as an extension of the dcer i would be a veneration and working with the Deer uh, as the family line, just like you would in making an offering to your Deer uh, during Mother's Night, uh, making offerings to the Norns at that time. If your tribe, you know, hearth cult, observes that, uh, I know different different strokes for different folks and different individuals in different halls uh, approach things in a different fashion. Um, I know there are some that take a very historical view on uh, Yule versus the modern kind of what it has become as an amalgamation of things over time. Um, that being said, my hearth still practices a Mother's Night and then we still do a 12 Days of Yule. Um, we've, we've had the conversation. <laughs> you guys know where I stand on it. Um, so with that, we would honor the Deer on Mother's Night. It would be very appropriate to give honorings to uh, the Norns at this time as an extension of the Deer. And to do so, you could do things that were um, symbolic of something coming into the well. Uh, the best thing that I can think of for this, because ultimately you're working with the Norns every time you do a ritual, uh, is that you bring something from idea through creation to the well. So an actual bogging of a created item uh, is very, very appropriate, especially something that is, you have done, something that is part of your story, whether it's a writing thing, it's an, a crafted item, um, something to this effect, or something like an alcohol that you've brewed, a food that you have created, and then putting it into the well. The ritual format is the same as it always is in that you are making sacrifice too, because the modality of the sacrifice is pretty much the same no matter what. Um, it's the idea of taking something that is and then passing it through the permeable membrane to either the divine or the spiritual. The only difference is how you kind of direct it. Uh, but the actual physical process of the ritual, despite any trappings that may vary, um, are pretty much the same as far as just the general modality of a created item that is passed through uh, to unusable and therefore sent to the spiritual plane or to the divine plane, whatever uh, your focus of that particular ritual is. With the Norns, you would be looking specifically trying to pass through to the spiritual plane, which I find to actually be simpler in process than the trying to reach the gods. I actually am more of a stickler for our ritual proceedings when it comes to dealing with the gods than I am necessarily with the ancestors, because the ancestors are more here. Uh, they're paying attention to us more, especially during times where the veil is thin, such as during Yule and uh, the period between Winter Nights and Twelfth Night for us. Um, just this whole darker period, uh, the season of the witch, as I have frequently termed it. And uh, this is a time where the veil thins and spiritual works are much easier to do. There's a reason that cultures across the entire world tend to have their celebrations of ancestors, their festivals of the dead kind of things in this general vicinity. Um, the veil is thin, and that is a point. Um, the, the darkening of the world is, is a deal. Now, of course, there's hemispherical differences and things like that, regional differences. That's, that's a thing. Um, it will, of course, be different if you were in the Southern Hemisphere. Um, I'm not going to you know, pretend to tell people in Australia when might be a good time for them to do DCR work or ancestral work because you guys know your seasons better than I do. Uh, you guys work with the veil, so down there. So I don't know 
I don't really know uh, what works better for you in that area. I know my region and the way that we do things here. And so that being said, working with the Norns is very much like working with the Deezer. Uh, you Because you are working with the Deezer. I keep saying very much like, even though it is, it actually is working with the Deezer. It's just working with a specific modality of the Deezer. This is something that they are doing. And it's so much so in the fact that I find the Deezer and the Norns to be synonymous in a lot of ways because a lot of the functionality that we see of with the mothers with the DCR is a functionality of the norns in their work you know the processing of luck forward and gifting it to individuals the looking out for individuals the bless when we get blessings from our ancestors we get blessings of luck that luck comes from the well um, uses the medium of the filia to deliver it etc 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 uh, but that is very much, you know, you're working with your norns, you're working with your DCR. Uh, it's just the norns are the kind of modality and function uh, that you are working with it through. A personification, if you will, for codification means. Um, and again, you guys have seen me do things on minimalism within heathenry and how I'm not a big fan of minimalism. I don't like to necessarily boil things down. Um, Relationship-wise, though, I do see the norns as DCR. Um, and I think that it may be oversimplifying to just straight correlate the two to say that, you know, like the Deezer and the Norns are one. I think the Norns are Deezer. There may be some more complexity to the Deezer and their, their role. And it may be that the Norns is simply one modality that they serve, one function that they serve uh, in that, that kind of <coughs> position that they hold. Um, and similarly, I think there's probably some parallels with the male ancestors, but there's not as much focus on that. A lot of focus was placed on the matrilineal side of things, the cult of the mothers, the Deezer, the Norns. Um, and part of this, I think, largely ties to the fact that the female spirit tends to be closer to the veil. You guys have seen me do um, my videos before on the, uh, the, the lady as the prima... Uh, permeable membrane uh, actually you know the the embodiment of the permeable membrane in that they can bring life into the world kind of thing and uh, I think that there is something to this I, I think that there is a correlation there and that, that is part of the reason that power that is within them um, in the feminine spirit as a whole uh, that ties heavily to the feminine spirit and what the manifestations we see within the DC are and so it's not something that I have completely logiced out. It's something that I continue to think on and I continue to meditate and, and um, postulate on because it's fascinating to me. I love it. And uh, so when I was asked in this video, kind of how do you work with the Norns, um, that's, that's pretty much what it boils down to for me. You work with them like you would with the Deezer in general. You make offerings to them and uh, I'm big on the mythic parody element of things. So I push the well uh, iconography heavily and uh, they're putting things into the well and then bringing the blessing from the well. Uh, these are, these are my, my ways of thinking. You know, the Norns cake the roots of Yggdrasil with the mud of Urtabrunner, of Urt's well. And so this is the, the clay that has been the mixing of our weird and our well water with the earth, with the material of creation. And coating Yggdrasil with that. It's our piece going to Yggdrasil and feeding back in and nourishing the tree, nourishing creation, nourishing reality. It's the cycle of life. And 
It's the spiritual side of the cycle of life that couples with the physical side of the cycle of life, and it all plays into one big, big circle. And it's beautiful. I love it. It's absolutely beautiful. So in working with the Norns, I mean Norns in that they deal with the spirits that will be, that could be, and that are becoming, and that are recorded into history. I mean, you're talking about lifespans. You're talking about birth and fertility. You're talking about death and passing on. You were talking about legacy being entered into the well. You were talking about destinies being forged with each and every day. I see no problem whatsoever with incorporating Nornic iconography into an ancestral altar um, coupled with the individual like pictures and mementos and things of family members that have passed that keep in mind that we are part of a continuing story that we are just a chapter along the way at one point in time we were the realm of Schuld. we were the realm of that which could be and through the actions of our ancestors we passed through Vertandi into that which is or that which was becoming and then we were born and then our histories have gone down with Urd in the well as that which has become. And then eventually our entire lifespan will pass and cattle die, kinsmen die, yourself soon shall die. Um, this will become the realm of Urd and our legacy will become part of the Orlog for future generations. And it continues that way, even if it's not a direct lineage, like if you're not going to necessarily have kids by choice or by any other means, um, your saga still continues on, tied through the rest of the family line and being pulled into that. Um, even estranged members of a family line who may not have a lot of contact with the family, uh, the spirits are still tied there and there will still be, you know, what you do will have an impact on the line of the family, the, 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 what is in the well and what comes in the future. Uh, those, those energies all feed back in and it's a beautiful thing. So I'm getting sidetracked on all that. Uh, embracing things that symbolize the period of life, death, you know, birth and death uh, and everything that comes in between. Uh, Embrace that with your working with the Norns because mortality is their spectrum after a fashion. Um, you know, celebrate birth with the Norns, celebrate death with the Norns. Make sure that someone is, you know, that's part of the, that's part of the role of the psychopomp um, and the ritualistic element of psychopomp in the ritualistic funerary rites of things. Uh, you're not just trying to separate the spirit and everything, move it on so that it stays clean and clear and everything can transition the way that it hopes to. You're helping to hopefully direct some of the energies and you want to make sure that you're doing your part to help the uh, past spirit find its way to the ancestral spirit. It's good to call the Norns to attention so that uh, things are sorted the way they need to be and uh, kept track of. It's, it's a beautiful thing. and it, It's abstract, I know. Um, there's not a lot of practical application in what I'm saying here. Um, but utilizing Urd, Verdandi, and Schuld as monikers for these uh, roles. Because I don't believe that Urd, Verdandi, and Schuld were actual specific goddesses. I believe that it's, you know, the Norns are these roles that they play within the Dsir. Because it even says, you know, that you get into the multi-race um, and even the gods looked to the Norns for uh, information and things like that. 
So I think there's some complexity there. And if you're going to work with them, uh, seeking their blessing in finding the path that will come to fruition the best and feed the best Orlog into the well to kind of help perpetuate the family line, seeking that kind of guidance. Because like I talked about in my heathen causality videos, when you talk about the vector of, you know, Urd through Vertandi towards Skuld, uh, you're setting a pathway. And it is in this moment of the here and now and the weird that we can adjust that pathway and shunt it a little bit one way or the other. Doing this, um, you know, working with the Norns uh, is specifically trying to help find guidance on their correct vector uh, that will help bring the most luck to the family and to do the best for your tribe and your hearth. So anyway, um, I'm going to keep this one a little bit shorter today just because I do have a lot going on and uh, this was just kind of a, a quick, I wanted to touch base on this and I may come back to it in the future if you guys are interested. Um, I guess the gist of this particular video is just to think a little outside the box when it comes to things and uh, to you know, think about the Norns in the way you would work with the Deezer, and I think you will be fine uh, in that because they are the Deezer. Um, so, there you go. <laughs> Hail to you all, thank you, and uh, may your hearth fires burn bright. Hail.